Guru Nation, welcome to episode 474 of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. In this episode, I actually do a uh, sit down with a potential client um, who wants to start a site. And this is kind of very similar to most of my consulting calls for new site owners or people that want to start sites. So we basically cover everything that uh, the typical future site owner wants to discuss. So hopefully you find some value here. I just, I wish I could make every single call public, but I can't. So, you know, we do our best with this ones, Uh, but check it out. The guy's name is Roger Iglesias. I think he actually has a very good uh, foundation for what he's doing in the show notes. Okay. Check out the Patreon channel, patreon.com slash dancevera, a monthly mastermind, weekly posts on how to improve your opportunities, monthly mastermind with other people in the life sciences industries. When we get 50 people in there, we're going to do two masterminds a month. Okay. Five bucks a month. Dansfera, uh, patreon.com slash dancevera. Also, if you want to be a client of ours, need more studies for your site, want to start a site, you have an established site already, you just want more studies, text me 949-415-6256. Also in the show notes, we have the CRA and CRC academies. Check those out. And thank you very much for listening. It means a lot to me. Make sure you subscribe and like as well. Okay. Thank you very much. Hello, Guru Nation. Welcome everybody back to YouTube. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, before we get into the interview with Roger, I got to do something, Roger, and bear with me. Maybe you need to do this too, Roger. I don't know. I'm noticing Maybe. <laughs> something disturbing, okay? People who watch the videos. I don't know if people can see this. People who watch the videos on YouTube, right? Three out of four of you are not subscribed. Three out of four. This is like for every video. So, guys, like, subscribe, and hit the bell button, okay, to get notified. Because when I interview people like Roger or when I post things that are timely, you need to get alerted. Otherwise, the YouTube overlords decide if they're going to show it or not show it, all right? So, like, subscribe, bell button for bonus points, comment. Um, Anyways... Thank you for listening to that. Got to get that out of the way, Roger, because if you don't tell people, <laughs> yeah. sometimes they don't do it. You know, they just watch yeah, and course. move on. And so let's start with you. How did you uh, – what are we actually doing today? You are you have a couple things going on, right? Yeah, I do have a couple things going on. So, um, you know, so I just – I reached out to Dan. I saw one of his, you know, YouTube videos. Yes. And, you know, are you subscribed? You subscribe. I'm subscribed. Okay. Thank I, you. I, thank you. I, I, okay. I subscribe. I hit the bell button and I like <laughs> Oh, my man. I like this. Yeah. So I, you know, I saw one of your YouTube videos um, earlier this week, um, this uh, last week that, that just happened. And um, I recently got presented with the opportunity to start a research clinic with my dad because he is a physician. And he actually uh, a PI at a different research clinic. So since I am his son, he wanted to open the business with me, of course, since we both can be running it as me being the CRC in that clinic and him being the PI. We thought that, you know, it would be uh, it would be a good idea and a great opportunity for both of us. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, and I didn't know any of this story before the interview. So this is I'm hearing it fresh like the audiences. Uh, it reminds me a lot what you just said of me and how I got started. My dad 
is also a physician. And um, he got started uh, in research from a college, so University of Southern California, USC. And uh, he was doing research there uh, just on the side because that's a big academic institution. So he was doing like the hospital thing, but then they had a research. So everybody participated. Well, him and four other doctors decided to start their own private research clinic. They thought it was a good idea. And um, it was right around the same time I finished college from University of Arizona. So I came back, I tried to go to med school. So I wanted like the internship to look good on my resume for research. So I, I interned there. It's a very small company. In the first three months that I'm there, the doctors are already quitting. People are abandoning. Coordinators are not getting paid. And so it just ends up being me and my dad within like six months. And he tells me, hey, you want to either continue doing this, find another PI because I'm busy. I don't have time for research, but you have research now. And to me, it was like nothing to lose. You know, I was young, kind of like yourself. So uh, I chose that and I'm glad I did because um, I wasn't going to get into med school. All right. The, the, that wasn't <laughs> happening. Uh, <laughs> and I'm glad I didn't. But it, your story reminds me a lot, even the little bit that you said so far of my story. So I do think it's a good idea. Um, you seem relatively young. You're like in your lo- early 20s. Yeah, 21. Yeah. Okay. So you're even younger than me. I started, I think I was 23 when I got started. Um, I was doing like, when I was 21, I was doing like very part-time stuff, like um, survey studies for some of the doctors, research studies, basically going to patients' homes and having them fill out surveys. Um, But it gave me my first taste of research. So do you have any experience at all in research? Um, I have, no, I have zero experience in research. And your dad, you said he's with a group right now, already currently doing research. So your dad has a research experience. Yes. Okay. And then he has the opportunity to start his own research site with you right now? Yeah. That's what he would want to do in the future with me then. Okay. So what is the timeline for you guys? Because look, not to rush you, but you should start now because the industry we've never seen it busier than it is right now um and last year was the same thing and that's because of covid you know we have so many more studies now due to covid matter of fact you guys could probably do some of those covid studies what specialty is your dad internal medicine or does he have a specialty um no he's he's just a general doctor and he's He's worked at hospitals before, but right now he's running his, um, well, not running his, but he's working at a private clinic. Okay. Does he have like a private practice too? Yeah. Okay. So he sees his own patients outside of research. He just builds insurance, all the usual stuff. Exactly. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Um, Does he have his own office space or it's, um, he's, he has to use it with someone else. So he shares, he shares the office space with someone else. Yeah. Okay. Do those people want to do research too? Or is it just your dad wants to do it on his own? Um, I mean, for right now, I mean, it's just me and my dad, but uh, I mean, he said that he would try to obviously try to get them you know, interested so we can bring in more PIs and stuff. But they're going to let you guys use the office space for research if you wanted, or you have to well, get your own. I, I, I will probably have to get our own. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So your dad's going to continue using his current place as a regular private practice. 
and then yeah. hopefully not too far driving distance from him in Miami. You guys are in Miami. Yeah. Maybe like yeah. five minute driving distance. You have a, this is exactly how I did it. This is exactly. And I didn't plan it. I didn't have like a podcast to listen to. I didn't have, I would have hit subscribe, like bell button on whoever was doing this back then. I didn't, but I, I learned like the hard way, like, Hey, you know, the private practice is great, but it's too small. And I need a bigger place for the research, one that I can grow. So within five minutes of his private practice, we set up a bigger research clinic and him and a few of the other doctors can drive. It was really easy for them to come drive. You know, doctors are like pressed for time. So sometimes even in their own office, they don't want to sign papers. They don't have time. So imagine having them to go somewhere else. Um, it's even harder. So the closer, the closer you can be to that office, the better not only for your dad's time, but for the patients that your dad sees, right? Because if mm -hmm. your dad, let's say you have, uh, right now there's a lot of mild to moderate coronavirus studies, outpatient. So newly diagnosed, or sometimes even people just with symptoms, right? Your dad sees one of these people. He thinks there's a, uh, they're a potentially good fit for a study. So then he'll say, hey, you know, uh, my son, uh, Ricard is it Ricardo? Roger. Oh, Roger. Sorry. Roger Iglesias. My son, Roger, yeah. uh, is seeing, um, he's doing a study right now. He's only three minutes drive from here. Um, so you can go see him or I can have him come pick you up. Well, with COVID, you probably want to pick them up, but um, that's not a great example. But I would go sometimes pick up the patients from the private practice yeah. and bring them back, like pre-screen them there and then bring them back to my clinic if they're qualified okay. right for covid i don't know you may not want to do that but unless you already had covid or you had the vaccine um which i had covid i just recently got over covid it's not it's I saw, nasty I saw the video. Yeah. it's nasty even the yeah. mild is not good it's not mild yeah. so that's what i recommend um i think you need to understand research like you're going to be the coordinator there's a lot um, you can benefit from probably in something like our CRC Academy. Um, you're in luck because today I'm going to the UPS store later to ship uh, some stuff out that I have forgotten to do. So I'm going to ship, if you don't already have my book, I'm going to send you my book, um, Comprehensive Guide to Clinical Research. I have one laying around here. So you're in luck. I'm going to ship oh, you, the, you. Uh, the book. You got to read that. You have to understand the basics if you're going to be a coordinator. Don't do it like me where you learn the hard way um, by making mistakes. Try to eliminate those. You're still going to make mistakes, but try to eliminate those. So read the book. I really think you and your dad um, would benefit from our consulting services where we help sites get studies. We help sites get set up. It sounds like you would do most of the work. So you would be the one talking to me and Chris and our other staff getting the source documents, getting the budgets and contracts negotiated, all that stuff. It's only 1300 bucks a month for that month to month too. So you can quit at any time, but the goal is to get you guys studies. And in your first year, I think realistically, you can expect three to four studies in your first year. Now each study on average generates about 250 K gross revenue, um, Per, per study if you enroll moderately well to very well all right so you don't have to be top enroller but you got to be like above average enroller in each of those studies you, you'll generate about 250k each each study 
So if you got four studies in a year, now you're not going to get all four at the beginning. You're going to get one, then three months later, another one, then probably two months later, another. But within a year's time of having all four studies, you're going to generate million dollar revenue, right? And I think that's where when you get to that third or fourth study, you need to be up to speed on everything coordinator related because you're going to need to start hiring people and training them all right and my favorite kind of staff to train are people with potential either people just fresh out of college and right now uh i don't know if you're watching cnbc but people fresh out of college there's just no jobs for them right unless it's something healthcare related so you you want to find these people who just got out of college bachelor's degrees and then they have, they're promising, right? So you can train them. There's no way you can train them unless you know what you're doing, right? Uh, we also have CRC Academy that they can enroll. And if you're a client, we give you the CRC Academy for like half off. So instead of 3000, it's 1500 per person that you put in if you're a client. Our, our clients get a bunch of good perks. So that's what I would recommend. I think you wanna get an office with like 1600 square feet minimum to do your research. And the equipment, I have a landing page on my website uh, where it says open clinic. So go on the clinicaltrailsguru.com where it says open a clinic. It will actually give you a video walkthrough of uh, one of our clinics. And it's going to show all the equipment. We actually have links to all the equipment you can buy too. It's not that much. You're looking at six to $10,000 for the equipment. But that includes like desks for you and the PI and the monitor that includes waiting room furniture. I mean, it includes everything. So six to 10 grand, it's not a lot. And, and then you got to find the um, right now, another good thing about doing this right now is you can get really good lease terms. I don't know about Miami. Miami's like a, a, like a growing market. All the demographics are moving there, but commercials have been hit uh, everywhere so you can yeah. probably get a good deal there too i know we're doing that here right now in california in the la area we're looking for a new clinic and i mean we can basically name our own price like they're happy to have us there they're, they're vacant every, everywhere so that's another thing that i think you should be doing now sooner rather than later is finding the uh office space you should also set up a llc okay um and then whether you and your dad are going to be the owners or just you and you pay your dad, so you become your dad's boss, um, you know, that's between you and your dad. But um, the LLC is important. And then having a website, get a website up there so that sponsors, when we start applying for you, sponsors um, usually want to see your website, right? So they'll look at your email domain. And then if they're curious, they'll go to your website. Miami's pretty competitive. It's the most competitive uh, uh, research market in the country. There's like a clinic. There's a research clinic like on every corner. Um, with that being said, sponsors, like our best client, one of our best clients is from Miami. And so it's being done. You know, you can succeed in Miami. It's just going to be a little harder maybe at the beginning to get your first couple of studies but I think you'll eventually be able to do it, especially if your dad's the PI and your dad's involved. Uh, to me, I think that's kind of what uh, makes this like a shoe in for you, like a slam dunk for you is that your dad is the PI and uh, he's obviously motivated to help you succeed 
and he probably wants to do research also like for himself so i think the hardest part for people to get started is to find the pi so you already have that taken care of yeah. right so now it's yeah. just i'm going to send you the book okay um the comprehensive guide to clinical research i'm going to um we can talk later about our consulting services and about the crc Perfect. academy and all those benefits um but normally in, in like your situation i would tell the entrepreneur find a go find a physician but you already have that so you're already ahead of like 90 percent of people i talk to so now it's find the office okay and set up an llc get the equipment necessary and start, let's start applying for studies. Matter of fact, we can start applying for studies now because it's going to take a few months to get the site selection visits. All right, people that know I'm moving to Arizona in May. Right now it's January. I'm applying for studies right now for my PI in Arizona. And uh, he said we can use his office for the time being. So if they do want to do a site selection visit, uh, they can, they'll have an office to go to, the sponsors. So I think the same thing for you. Worst case, we start applying now. A sponsor wants to meet your dad right now. Well, they can meet him at his private practice, right? So you still have an office um, in the time in the meantime. But I want you to negotiate a really good lease. Um, no personal guarantees on the lease. Um, and like as low rate as you can, like just keep going lower because the landlords want to work with you right now commercial is i don't know about miami but commercial here is decimated so i'm guessing over there it's similar yeah 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 it's pretty similar here as well that's what i would do and then i think uh that's your blueprint to generating seven figures like in 12 months it's probably gonna be more like 24 months because not again not all studies are going to start at the same time but still you know if it's just you running the show your profit margins are going to be extremely high. And um, yeah, and if you know what you're doing, like, and it's really not that complicated to be a coordinator. Do you, uh, do you know how to drop blood? You don't know how to drop blood probably, right? No. So you'll need a medical assistant, okay? Um, mm -hmm. If you contact the medical assistant schools, which are in every city, like uh, here they're called Ever. Ever, ever rest um there's another one called allied there's like a bunch of different medical assistance schools okay they're always looking for externship locations for their graduates these are medical assistants they know how to draw blood do ecgs all that stuff so have the, one of them work with you as an extern you don't even have to pay them they just need their hours to complete their externship and have them send you like five different ones so you can test them all out and then you'll see and this is where you're gonna have to come in there's no real training for this you're gonna have to see which one is more likely to be willing to do research because it's gonna take a lot of learning it's unconventional and then maybe now you have your first coordinator assistant um, that's gonna learn with you and maybe you can put you and that person can enroll in the CRC Academy together uh, to learn. It, that's a three-month course, too. So that's pretty much takes care of everything. You get the PI, you get the patients because they're coming from the PI. We can help you with the studies. But if let's say you didn't want to go with us, right? You just go to clinicaltrials.gov and you look for active, not yet recruiting or currently recruiting studies. 
Okay, there's a filters and you just search whatever kind of study you're interested in, in the US private industry sponsored trials, not academic trials. And start emailing, start emailing those contacts, start going on LinkedIn. I mean, you could do this yourself without using our services, but people, when they see the amount of work that that takes, they rather just pay us 1300 bucks a month to do it. Plus we do everything else for you too. create the source SOPs, contract and budget for any study. Even if we didn't bring you the study, we'll do all this stuff for you for the same fee. It's just 1300 every month. So you can definitely do it yourself, but people find the value in us in doing it through us. Uh, either way, you got to get the studies, right? And then you got to make sure that the patients you enroll, you got to follow that protocol. That first study you get, that protocol is going to be um, every, like your life. You got to learn that protocol inside and out. You got to know it better than your dad because your dad, even though he's going to be the PI, um, he's not going to have time to dedicate fully to research. That's going to be you, right? Your dad needs to be a doctor and continue to have safety oversight over the patients in your study. But he's relying on you to really know that protocol. So you got to really understand that protocol and not make mistakes, not make major mistakes, right? And you'll learn in the book that I send you, uh, The Comprehensive Guide to Clinical Research, what major mistakes to avoid. Basically, anything that involves patient safety is a major violation. Uh, so you just be careful. Be careful with that. And that's that's really my advice. It's not much money needed, as you can see. I mean, the lease, the office lease, right? And then the equipment is your biggest expenses. Okay. After that would be your staff, but you're going to be the staff, and you're going to have a free extern. And then your dad's going to be patient, waiting for money. Um, so you're good. You're golden. Are you done with college? Um, I have one more year. One more wow. Year. Yeah. Can you coast this last year, like, in school? Can you just, like, go through the motions? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I mean, I would be doing this, you know, as a side hustle, well, you know, doing full-time in school as well, for sure. So if you, well, so your school, if you're going to do this, your school is going to have to be your side hustle now, because this is like going to be yeah. your oh, main yeah, hustle. Right. That's yeah, what I meant by right. can you post <laughs> this last year and just pass, you know, okay, if you can do yeah. that, then um, uh, what school do you go to? I go to Florida International University. Oh, okay. Didn't they have, uh, yeah. who did they have? They had a, not not Culpepper, they had somebody else. Anyways, um, yeah, just graduate. Okay, do what you got to do just to graduate. But you're going to focus most of your time on um, the research. The good thing is you're not really going to get busy. Let's say you get a study today in January. This is January 10th, 11th. I don't even know. Mm. 11th. You're mm. not even going to really get busy until like six months from now because it's going to take like three right. or four months to get your first study and then it's going to take maybe another month to get activated and then you start enrolling patients so you're going to get busy like around the summer so you're by that point you're only going to have what another semester left right yeah yeah so you're good you're good um you'll be fine but be careful most businesses fail in the first two years so you got to be very careful in the beginning but this is a good business to be in i'm not gonna lie miami is probably the worst place to do it but 
you have mm-hmm. no choice. <laughs> and uh, LA is also probably number two worst place to do it. And I've been doing it here and it's working. Um, so it can be done. It's just maybe take a little longer to get the first study and to get repeat business from the sponsors. So pay attention to your quality, you know, make sure you're training, make sure you know the protocol well, make sure you understand the fundamentals. So I'll send you the book. And then um, when you guys really get serious about it, you know, maybe you and your dad can hop on a Zoom with me and Chris. And, uh, yeah. you know, we can talk more about how we can help. But that's basically what you got to do. And this is honestly what I tell people, like for those watching or listening, this is like a typical client call before they become a client. Like when they ask about what we do and what it takes to start a site and all that stuff. So this is for anybody, this is like the blueprint. It's a, uh, it's simple, but it doesn't mean it's easy either. Right. Like you have to do the work, uh, but it's not complicated. Um, there's no like formula or anything. It's just get the, st- get the PI, get the patients, get the studies. Um, the PI first, cause without PI, you can't get a study. And then once you get the study, now you have to make sure you can enroll the patients and then make sure you're doing quality work on the proto, meaning you got to know the protocol really well. You uh, definitely need to be the guy doing that, uh, Roger. Roger has to be expert on the protocol. But uh, other than that, that's what you got to do. So if you have more questions, let me know. Maybe the viewers are yeah. listening can uh, get something out of it. Right. Um... So, you know, you know, a question that, you know, I had for you is, you know, you said that, you know, Miami and, you know, where you live right now is one of the, you know, hardest places or a research clinic. Would you say it's because of the, the competitiveness, you know, that there is? Yep. Um, yes. The, uh, there's a lot of research sites in Miami. And unfortunately, over the last few decades, there's a lot, there's been a lot of very poor quality research being done there um in a lot of cases fraud um for some reason miami just has that reputation in the industry so sometimes we'll have sponsors they know that we're a site network they know that we have clients all across the country sometimes they will specifically tell us send us your sites that are appropriate for this study except florida like sometimes they will say that Uh, it's not that often. Maybe one out of 15 will say that. But you are at a small disadvantage there. But everything else you have is a plus one on most people that I talk to. Most people, when we have this conversation, they don't even have a physician identified yet. That's really the hardest part is getting that physician on board. Uh, in your case, it's simple. In my case, it was simple too. Although my dad told me, soon as I started, I need to find a new PI. Luckily, he had a bunch of colleagues, so uh, it, it was still not that difficult. Not that difficult for out. me. Yeah, but now I've exhausted that. I'm in other markets, and I'm in the same boat as you guys, you know, need or not you, but other people watching. We need to find, like the guy in Arizona, you know, we found just through sending out like 100 emails. My wife actually did it, sent out 100 emails to people in, in that area and we found two that replied and one that wants to do it and now when I start working with him he's going to start referring all his specialist colleagues he even said 
I don't want to refer my specialist colleagues yet because I don't know if this is going to be successful. So let's do it with me. If it's going to be successful, then I could refer you to my colleagues when we have specialty studies. So uh, I respect that. And uh, it, everything becomes a lot easier once you have your physician is the whole point of this. So your dad, I'm sure, has colleagues. Some studies will require specialists. I'm sure your dad can point you in the right direction. And uh, yeah, pretty soon you'll be able to say yes to most studies and you'll do well. Uh, and right now, Miami, like it's the most competitive, but there's so many studies that I think that's less important now than it was three years ago or even two years okay. ago. Okay. Um, so, you know, how would you be able to, you know, attract those sponsors with that much competitiveness around, you know, the industry here in Miami? What would you say would be, you know, a key uh, factor for that? They want to, the sponsors want to make sure you can get patients. So your yeah. biggest selling point is your dad and your dad's private practice. And you want to lead with that when you like when you're a client of ours, we apply for all the studies for all of our clients. We'll reach out. We'll do the initial reaching out. We're going to email you every week a list of who we reached out to. And then you're supposed to follow up with those leads. Right. So you uh, will be I mean, Roger will be emailing all those leads. And then then you want to start talking about your dad. Hey, this is a. Uh, the PI owns the clinic. He has his own patients. We have, and you'll know the indication. Let's say it's ulcerative colitis. Right now we have 30 patients he's seeing every week with ulcerative colitis. And uh, from those, we believe we would be a good fit for your study. Just enough of that you're going to get, and you're not asking for every study. You just want four studies a year in your first mm -hmm. year. Your second year, maybe four to eight studies. And then you can either maintain at that pace because that's a really good lifestyle business too. Or if you want to really make it big, start hiring people and try to get as many studies as you can. You know, most sites are successful around four to eight studies a year with like a few staff, like three coordinators, couple P like two PIs. You're still generating seven figures and probably profiting like half of that for the, for the owners. Perfect. Okay. Um, you know, they did talk to me about, um, you know, going, you know, there are some conferences that some PIs, you know, attend to, you know, what would you say, uh, how important is it to network with those different PIs and make those connections? Uh, it's important, but right. Um, it's probably not worth your time right now. Right now you just want to get one or two studies. Um, they do have investigator meetings usually, mm. but right now with COVID, I think they're doing them all virtual. So there's no okay. conferences now for, I don't think there's going to be any conferences in 21, maybe by the winter, but I don't know. Um, so I don't think you need to worry about that yet. Now, if you're going to network, go on LinkedIn and network with yeah. people, uh, with sponsors, um, or just go on clinicaltrials.gov and start emailing the study directors and start adding them on LinkedIn. You you should have a LinkedIn profile. If you don't, you need to. I do. I have one. For okay, sure. good. That's huge. That's like uh, yeah. 
I mean, that's like Facebook in 2012, probably. Like, that's it's really gaining a lot of traction yeah. amongst everybody now. Mm. And LinkedIn's yeah. the probably my biggest uh, uh, opportunity generator for me. Okay, sounds good. Um, you know, would you say that the industry um, is 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 growing, or you know, is it is it falling? No, growing. Okay. Um, just look at coronavirus. Okay, forget about everything else. Just coronavirus. They're already saying they're going to need more uh, vaccine studies. They're going to need long-term safety and efficacy studies. They're going to need better treatment studies just for corona. Now, if another COVID happens, let's say COVID-21, right? They're already talking about the strains mutating and a new strain. What if you need a new vaccine for that? Like just on the pandemic stuff alone, the industry is going to be busy. Forget about everything else. And there is everything else is still busy as well. Gastro is huge. Psychiatry is huge. Oncology has always been huge. Cardio has its ups and downs. Um, Respiratory right now. Those are like the uh, OBGYN has its highs and lows. Um, you can even start getting into ophthalmology. I need to get into this too. I think in Arizona, I might. Ophthalmology is like its own little niche in research, but it's uh, the studies pay really well. And there's a lot of demand in that space last year and uh, this year as well. I'm seeing like from 2019 till now, ophthalmology is huge. So you have plenty, plenty of opportunity in research. Research is on the up, on the upswing not just for research sites, but if you want to be an employee in the industry at a sponsor CRO or a site, you have plenty of opportunities too. There's just a lot of in demand for research. Research is very much in demand. I don't see that slowing down unless we have, um, the only way that would slow down is if we have like a, like a great depression um, reset which I keep hearing, like a global reset, but then everybody's slow, you know, that's going to affect everybody. Um, and even that, I think with the pandemic stuff, it's like, that's not going to slow down. So, you know, barring anything catastrophic, which hopefully we're behind the worst of it. Um, I think research is going to be great. Okay. Perfect. Um, you know, would you would you say is, is it good to get more investors um, to you know potentially scale out more research clinics around the area where I live? No, no, that's a mistake I made, and um, I wouldn't do it again. You don't need okay. investors. You need to start slowly with your one clinic. Mm. By year three. Um, if you feel comfortable, you can start expanding into other parts of Florida or maybe even other states, like nearby okay. states. Um, because your clinic you're going to build is, should be multi-specialty. So your clinic that you're going to establish should be able to do most studies. So really, when you expand, you want to expand for a different market, not for different indications. So I would okay. say go out of Miami when you expand. You know, go somewhere in like rural Florida, if you can, 
um, because rural is like a untapped market for sponsors. Those are research. What, write this down. Research naive patients. Sponsors love this. Research naive. Patients that have never done a study and don't jump around from study to study. Yeah. Miami has a lot of those patients that jump around from study to study. That's another reason why they don't like Miami. So this is another reason why your dad being the PI is a selling point because he sees the patients as his their physician. Okay. Sounds good. Um, let me see. Um, would you say, you know, when, you know, what would be, you know, when I first start uh, opening the clinic, what would be your main focus, you know, in the business? Would you focus on growing it really fast or, you know, focus on more on the quality of yeah. the way? Yeah. Focus on the quality. You got to balance this growing it fast with quality. You don't need to be the best mm -hmm. clinic. Like sponsors don't really care as long as you're not making major errors, major deviations that affect patient safety. As long as you're enrolling patients and you're doing a decent job following the protocol and good clinical practice, that's good enough. My concern for you when you're starting is that you don't, you, you're inexperienced, so you need to really learn the stuff. I really think the CRC Academy is going to benefit you. That book is going to benefit you. Um, and then our, our services are going to benefit you too, because when you run into issues, you can call us and say, hey, what do I do here? I had a client of mine call me the other day. They're doing a COVID study. Hey, you know, the patient was randomized to placebo. Is it okay if we put them on rescue meds? You know, they ask questions like this all the time. Yeah. So um, don't worry about scaling. Worry about building your first site. You're going to have plenty of uh, work doing that and finishing school okay. and training staff. I would worry about that like in year three, year four, and you don't need investors. Um, if you're going to start a CRO, you need maybe, maybe need investors. But for sites, you don't need investors. That's the mistake I made. I let the wrong people in and uh, I, I lost control of the company, but uh, we still made, still made money at the end, but it was not a pleasant experience. Um, so I was glad to be able to do it on my own again. Okay. Okay. That's good. Um, you know, would you say, you know, when starting the, the clinic, would you have, you know, six months of expenses covered, you know, as, you know, anything that happens bad with the clinic? I would have six months of your personal living expenses covered. Like okay. you, Roger. Okay. The clinic, mm -hmm. obviously you got to pay the bills, right? You got to pay the rent. Mm -hmm. Really your biggest expense is going to be rent. And um, when you start getting patients in the study, you're going to have to pay them cash, right? The patients usually mm -hmm. get cash or some kind of stipend that comes out of your pocket. I remember mm -hmm. when I started my clinic, you know, and like I didn't have money to six months for the clinic and we had patients coming in. Mm -hmm. I, Roger, I didn't even know when I took over, we had patients going mm -hmm. on. And by the way, when I took over the clinic, when all the coordinators abandoned, I took over existing studies with patients in it. Everybody left. Oh, wow. Nobody told me anything about who, which patients they were. 
So I was just relying on the patients coming in, remembering they had an appointment. And then I would have to ask them, hey, what, who are you? What study are you in? Then I would try to figure out, okay, you're on visit 10. This is what I need to do. Then the patient would remind me, what about my payment? And I said, well, I didn't even realize I had to pay them. So I had to take it out of my own bank, like until we got paid from the drug company. Usually takes like 90 days to get a payment. If your patient comes in today, January 11th, January, February, February, March, you're, you're going to probably see that reimbursement by April for that okay. patient. So now imagine like between now and April, I have 30 patients coming in every month. I have to pay them all 50 to 100 bucks each visit. Just that alone, I was draining my bank account. Forget my business. Business didn't have anything. Mine, mine, like me. So you got to watch out for that. But you're going to take over. You're going to start from the beginning. So it's not going to be as violent as mine. Um, Now, there's the other side of that coin as well. I had a running start because I had patients. I had revenue already built in. It was just a matter of catching up to the payments. So there's pros and cons to both. But yeah, watch out for cash flow. It's important. But in your case, it's just going to be the rent. Um, You're not going to pay yourself. You're not going to pay the the extern. And you're going to pay patients like 50 to 75 bucks each time they come in. But you get a startup fee from the sponsor when you start a study. Usually it's like five grand. If we negotiate it, maybe it could be a little more. We're going to negotiate your budgets if you're our clients. Um, but you'll get a startup fee. It's like five grand for startup expenses uh, for the study from each sponsor. Okay. So just obviously watch the cash flow, but I don't think you're going to be concerned too much. And don't overhire. I made the mistake of overhiring. And then um, the uh, 2008 recession happened. So when I started, it was 05. 05, 06, 07. In 08, I started in 07, really, I, like my second year, I started hiring a lot of people because the industry was booming. It was like not as booming as it is now, but compared to the time, it was booming. And then 2008 happened and the Great Recession, you know, it was nothing like the recession we saw last year, but it, it like studies were just put on pause. And I was naive, so I just thought this was temporary. So I kept expanding. I kept hiring more, open a new clinics, and studies didn't really start coming back till like 2011. That was like three years, and I refused to let go of any staff. So I was just I was losing money those years. Um, so don't overhire. Think think okay. very hard about who you're gonna hire, and. A mistake I made early on was um, I hired fast and fired slow when I did fire. I was very afraid to um, fire people. And uh, I, I'm not that way anymore, but that was a mistake I made. And it affected my personal uh, financial situation because of the, my reluctance to uh have difficult conversations with people and let them go. And that, I think that had to do with being young. All right. Um, what was all the questions that, that I had? I like it, man. 21 year old entrepreneur, just getting his feet wet. You're going to get the book. Um, 
Yeah. Email me your address so I can send you the book today. Okay, I'm gonna go like in a few okay. hours to UPS store, and I'll send you the book. Okay, perfect. All right, thank you, man. I appreciate it a lot. That no problem. Have a good day, and then um, I'm sure like show your dad this video when he has time, and if you guys are thinking about doing this, uh, we'd love to uh be your consultants for you guys. Definitely. Um, last question. What would be the, you know the best way to reach uh? to uh, reach out to you again yeah just email i have you on there you now know? i know i know who you are so yeah i mean the, okay. that should be no problem all right perfect all right thank you then thank have you a good thank you roger i appreciate it man have a good day you too bye-bye